listeners, this is your pop culture maven, Jeff Malone, bringing you a mini episode of That's Entertainment. This is one of those Aunt Beth Tells Jeff to mini episodes in which my co-host, Aunt Beth, gives me a recommendation of some movie or TV show or song or album or book or internet video, something that I've never watched or listened to before. And so then I go check it out and then I pop back here on the microphone, let her know what I thought and all our listeners get to uh, eavesdrop on that conversation as well. So uh, recently I asked Aunt Beth for our future Aunt Beth Tells Jeff to mini episodes, or at least the ones in the near future. I want you to do, here's what we're going to do. They're going to be called the classics. And I want you to recommend things to me that were initially released before I was born. March 9th, 1988 is my birthday. So anything that came out on March 8th, 1998 or earlier good to, is good to go. Any, anything from January 1988 is just as valid as something from January 1981 or January 1918 or December 1918. Uh, you get the picture. So she uh, put together an initial list, and uh, she stuck with uh, 1982. That was a, a good year, apparently. Uh, she was able to uh, figure out uh, multiple options from that year anyway. Um, I guess that was a, a post-college time of her life, which I th- I would say is, is a good time to uh, really be consuming some uh, great movies and great TV shows. It's those, in my experience at least, and I think this is true for a lot of people. Those were some of the my most formative years in terms of pop culture. Uh, yeah, there's like there. I mean, I certainly during my youth and then teenage years, I, I was already developing a taste of what I liked. But uh, you know, with with being a young adult, there's there's more independence of that with that, and uh, you're just generally more free to de- decide how you want to watch what you want to watch, and uh, that that uh, yeah, that's that sticks with you for the rest of your life. I mean, at least for me, it has for like ten years or so. We'll see how the next few decades go. Um, for Aunt Beth, it's it seems to have stuck with her as well. At least judging on what she's recommended to me. So I already talked about the uh, Alan Parsons Project album that came out in 1982, Eye in the Sky. Now I'm going to talk about a movie that came out in 1982, one that I'd heard of before but never seen. It is a little movie called My Favorite Year. And I looked it up to see if it was streaming anywhere, and it just so happened to be on Tubi, as well as YouTube, free with ads. And the ads on YouTube last about 15 seconds. I'm like, sure, I'll watch the YouTube version. So that was that was pretty convenient. Uh, so yeah, this movie came out in 1982, specifically October 8th, 1982. It was directed by a guy named Richard Benjamin. And it stars Marklin Baker. Marklin Baker of Perfect Strangers. Uh, yeah, before... Uh, a few years before that sitcom premiered, he was uh, the star of this movie. And I think, I believe if I'm remembering uh, the opening credits correctly, it said introducing Marklin Baker. So I guess this was his first big role. 
Uh, yeah, I'm looking at his filmography. He was in a couple of things before that, but I, I mean, wow, he went to doing not much to being the star of the movie, but uh, looks like first build is Peter O'Toole, which makes sense. You know, he'd been famous for years, but uh, Mark Baker, he's playing the protagonist. Uh, he's, he plays uh, Benji Stone, who uh, he's uh, working... F- he he's a writer at this uh, variety show. It takes place the the year in question that is my favorite year or or Benji Stone's favorite year that is is 1954. It uh, right at the very beginning, the film lets us know that. So yeah, Benji is he's a writer on this variety show. It's in the fifties, early days of TV, but it's already popular by then. And uh, Peter O'Toole plays this actor Alan, uh, named Alan Swan. He's like a, a matinee idol, but nowadays everyone knows him for being more just drunk and unreliable. So he's been booked to appear on this show and Benji's been giving the assignment of making sure he actually shows up and uh, reads his lines and and knows what he's supposed to do and doesn't run away uh, off to God knows where. So I had heard this uh, of this movie mainly as a comparison to the 2010 movie Get Him to the Greek which uh, was a spin-off sequel to uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So get him to the Greek star Jonah Hill trying to get uh, Russell Brand's character to a concert on time. I think th- that was, it. yeah, the, the Greek being the, the concert venue. So, you know, same, similar deal. My favorite year is about a, 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 a guy who's kind of low on the totem pole in an in entertainment setting who's been assigned a babysitting duty essentially where the baby in question is this this superstar person uh, so um, i was expecting based on that comparison i was expecting something frenetic and uh you know maybe taking place over the course of just a day or so but uh i think this my favorite year it's uh more it's uh low-key it, I think it takes place over maybe about a week. That's what it seemed like. And I, I found Alan to be not terribly unreliable. He, and he, he was like, uh, you know, I'm actually, I'm am kind of willing to go along with your silly little comedy show. I might sleep during rehearsals if that's what I feel like doing, but I'll show up. Sure, why not? Um, but then there's a little bit of trouble. There's a little bit of, uh, we find out some truth about his family life. He has a daughter and that's, what's kind of been making him reevaluate things. And, um, but, uh, Benji's just happy to be along for the ride. You know, he's, he's a fan of this guy. He loves, uh, you know, he's, he's just one of those, uh, people who, he loves movies. He, he, and now he's, (laughs) happy to be a part of the entertainment business himself so uh here are some details i noticed uh there is um in one of the opening scenes actually oh man this this one of the first scenes it's just in the writer's room of the it's the show with in the movie is called comedy cavalcade and the the writer's 
are pitching their ideas and it's just uh it's just um these zingers of dialogue and ever and uh I, I was cracking up right from the start it wasn't that that scene was like laugh a, a laugh a second it wasn't it it uh, settled down to a more melancholy mood throughout the rest of the film I mean, that's not quite the right word um well i mean it, it, it calmed down uh, i would say you know i wasn't uh i wasn't laughing non-stop throughout the rest of the movie the way it was at the beginning but it was holding my attention but anyway it's back to the beginning there's one of the characters i think it's the head writer i forget the character name and i'm not sure who the the uh actor was because i don't remember that many <clears throat> i wasn't familiar with really many of the other actors besides the two leads but anyway there's one guy who's like shutting down every idea that all the writers have he's like that's crap it's crap that's the crappiest crap i've ever seen and i'm like i'm wondering like was this colin mockery's inspiration for the hollywood director game that they play on whose line is it anyway uh, if you're a Who's Line fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. For anyone unfamiliar on Who's Line it any, is it anyway, they have this recurring bit called Hollywood Director, where three of the improvisers, uh, they improvise a scene. It's it's like the idea is it's a, a big Hollywood movie production. And Colin is the big shot director who comes on after they've gone through the scene uh, to give them ideas for how to perform better. And invariably he always comes on and is like, that was crap, 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 crap. And he, he finds inventive new and inventive ways to explain just how crappy it was each time. And that was exactly what was going on here in my favorite year. I'm like, Whoa, is this the origin story of that? So, you know, maybe, uh, or just great comedic minds think alike, perhaps. Um, oh, man. Yeah, so that those were the... I'm looking through my notes, and I wrote down a few other things. I wrote down this thing. Jews know two things. Suffering and where to find great Chinese food. I think that's something that Mark Baker, as Benji said at some point... Uh, made an impression on me. Anyway, oh, and the other thing was, um, uh, oh, yeah, so the other main, the other, uh, plot line going on is Benji is, like, uh, he's got a bit of an office romance with this girl who works as an assistant on the show, and there's one scene where, like, they're having a bit of an argument, and she runs into the women's room, and he chases after i'm like this is uh that's awfully uh he's overstepping the bounds of of proper behavior in society you're not supposed to do that but then like the next scene they're uh, on a date together i mean i, I skipped over something he he kind of said something says some things to her that she found nice but i'm like huh this uh whoa i don't know about the the original this the first few things we the first few scenes that we see them interacting together it seems like unrequited love and he just won't stop uh but then i don't know maybe there was there was more to it that happened before the the uh, events of the movie began but anyway uh so yeah i don't know like the 
Yeah, that love story, a mix of uh, uh, inadvisable behavior, but also sweetness. I don't know. Uh, I guess uh, in a high-stakes environment like that one, you're not always thinking clearly. Uh, But anyway, yeah, so overall, a pretty enjoyable movie. Um, And I would... uh, I might watch it again if um, Aunt Beth uh, wants me to. To you know, now I've watched it and uh, shared my opinions, and but now maybe she'll want to know how my reaction will hold on a second viewing with her there as well. I don't. It might be uh, worthwhile. Uh, maybe we someone can. Uh, just cut together a highlight reel for us. Maybe the um, the Chris Berman at ESPN. Maybe can, he can do like one of his uh, his fastest. What is it? The fastest sixty seconds. Uh, we on on Sunday nights or Monday nights rather. Um, he does like a recap of the that week's NFL highlights. And uh, I think it's called like the fastest 60 seconds of the week or, or the fastest 60 seconds in sports casting. So I don't know, maybe we can, um, someone can cut together a highlight reel of the best scenes of my favorite year. And uh, Chris Berman of ESPN can provide some commentary for uh, the exploits of Benji Stone and Alan Swan. So yeah, yeah, because uh, at the end of these, uh, the Aunt Beth tells Jeff to uh, many episodes. I always like to answer the question, you know, would I watch this again? And when it's the, in in the case of a movie, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, if in the case of a TV show, I'm asking, would I like to keep watching more episodes? Or in the case of an album, it's like, would I keep watching or keep listening to more songs by this artist? But when it's a movie, it's like, would I rewatch this movie? And now that is something special because that does that doesn't happen all the time because there's so many new movies i have to watch and so many other old old movies i haven't watched yet um but uh yeah i don't i don't think i'd hate watching uh my favorite year a second time there we go okay uh yeah so it's uh middle of february right now as you're listening to this episode if you're listening to it right as it arrived uh, and on the horizon, Aunt Beth and I will be having our Oscars recap episode soon enough. There might be a What's Jeff watching in there somewhere. Uh, maybe a karaoke corner at some point soon. Uh, or yeah, it's we've got some things in the mix, so you won't have to wait too long before uh, the next episode, mini or otherwise. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, follow us on social media. We're still on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're also on Patreon if you'd like to support us there. And as always, keep your remotes handy and your eyes open.